Well, hello, hello. Welcome to the On Something Podcast. My name is Zane Witcher, and I am your host. Tonight, this morning, during lunch, whenever we find ourselves, wherever we are. Anyways, this break room looks awesome. Today's episode is a their thing episode. We're actually titling it, How to Define the Relationship. I actually uh, was inspired by a very fun conversation and season of life that one of my friends is in, and I'm hopeful for him or her. (laughs) That's right, you all know who it is. And uh, I was just inspired by their season of life and what's blooming. So I wrote this, How to Define the Relationship. Let's hop into it. about a few words that can guarantee you'll lose a little bit of sleep. Whenever you say the words, I think I'm interested in this person, that means you're about to lose some sleep. Now, there's a second part of the phrase you can also add that guarantees you're about to lose a lot of sleep, and here it is. And I think they're interested in me too. Let the initiation of anxiety, buckets of bluebell, and overthinking begin. Now, see, here's the thing. Every week, I tend to sit at coffee shops across from tables of people who blurt out something like this in front of me. I think I'm interested in them, and I think they're interested in me as well. And as soon as I hear these words, I know that we're about to share some words of how to approach something that you may have a romantic interest in with someone else. You know, who knew that Taylor Swift could get so inside of our heads? I think of the song Delicate when she actually sings that verse of saying, uh, is it chill that you're in my head? Uh, Because I know that it's delicate. Who knew that that could describe the state of being when you feel like you've got an interest with someone? There's the thing. Everyone has their two cents about how to explore a relationship with someone. In some ways, that's kind of a good thing because the case is that there is no cookie-cutter relationships. Every relationship is complex and unique. You know why? Because every single human being you come in contact with is complex and unique. So what do I say when I'm across from the table with someone and talking about defying a relationship? I got two questions I usually approach with. One, what lane are we in? And two, are we using our blinker? There isn't one playbook for going about how you define a relationship with somebody, which means that we got to have some type of value or overarching principle that can be like mutually shared across the board. So one of the things I kind of highlight for kingdom people when thinking about things like dating is the first thing I emphasize is one of the characteristics of God and your relationship with God is honesty, transparency, and clarity about the relationship. The God who is revealed through Jesus Christ makes his relationship very clear with us, which means in our possibility of having a relationship with one, where the whole point of a relationship with someone is to reflect our relationship with God, honesty, transparency, and clarity should be at the heart of what we're striving for with that other person. So in other words, clarity is our first priority. Many current day thought leaders have kind of said this in really helpful ways. Uh, People like Brene Brown or Kim Scott have said it like this. Clarity is kind. Lack of clarity is unkind. This is why my first question is, what lane 
are we in with this person? It's a clarifying question. Now, let me give you an illustration that I kind of walk with with it. Think of driving down a highway, a three-lane highway where there's multiple lanes. The furthest lane to the right is the slowest. The farthest lane on the left is the fastest. In this analogy, the three lanes represent the different lanes that you can be traveling with in the person. And here's the label from right to left. You've got the talking lane, the dating lane, the relationship lane. Now, let me unpack each of them, how I kind of unpack it when I'm talking with people on this. This is the defining of what is going on here with this person. So here's the first lane to identify with. There is the talking lane. This is the lane where you are meeting and seeing and learning who a person is in the world. This is where I wish previous generations would kind of listen that in an online dating world, you need a space, you need a compartment to be able to state that like, hey, I was looking for a connection with this person and I needed to see this person in the flesh, not behind a screen and see, do they really present who they are to me? So the talking lane has only one expectation. And this is basically to say, I have an interest to know who this person is, what their personality is like, what do they value, and how do they function in the world? That's the talking lane. Here's the middle lane, the dating lane. Now this one, it seems like people don't even know that this one exists anymore. This lane is a confession that there is possibly, possibly a romantic interest on the table. It's okay to state that there may be a possibility because just because there's potential between you and another person does not automatically equate that you are a couple. This stage is basically, hey, let's go and have some shared experiences with one another. It's an intentional way of saying it's a chance for you to see and experience qualities that you may find attractive with the person. Dating. Okay, now that was the middle lane. Dating is different, though, than a relationship, the final lane. This is the far left lane. This is a confession on both of you that you want to not just share moments together, but you want to share in this question together. Could we contribute something better to the world together than what we could individually? It's you're giving permission to one another to be in relationship with a person where they start to influence you, they affect your decisions, and you start considering sharing decisions and contributions with this person. It's the process of working out what's it like with this other person for me, for them, and for the world. That's dating. That's the three lanes I kind of give people to help identify with where is this thing. Now, these lanes don't just magically happen. They do not show up. They're not the tooth fairy. They don't just appear and then disappear. These conversations have to happen intentionally. And that's what I call the blinker conversation, which gets to my next question. Have we used the blinker? So when something is new with someone, we usually react in one of two ways. First way, we rip open the relationship constantly. We're like taking out a plant and evaluating its roots every three minutes and asking, is this thing growing? 
Okay. There's also the type of people though, that treat anything that's a possible relationship like a snowflake. Don't touch it or it'll automatically disappear. This is not the route for either of these two. This is where the conversation of clarity is helpful, at least in what I see. If you ever had someone who just drives recklessly, that just veers over into your lane, it's dangerous, and quite honestly, it's a little bit rude. And we do this all the time, not just with driving, which I know some of you, okay? All right. But we do this as well when it comes to relationships. Two people text back and forth, and then all of a sudden, one of them assumes that there's something between them or a committed relationship. A friend develops feelings for another lifelong friend and all of a sudden changes the dynamic without even warning them. Instead of in driving in the world like we're the only people that exist, what if we could be the people who use our blinker? A blinker conversation is a clarity conversation. It's being able to simply just say, hey, I perceive our relationship to be in this lane. And I would like to move over to this lane. Now, here's the thing. Your grandmother, your best friend, and all the people who are with you from day to day will have an opinion about how long you should exist in each lane. We all have backseat drivers in our lives when it comes to dating. But please remember this one thing. That when it comes to people, people are different. Which means relationships will function differently. Your experience will be different than two or three experiences that are around you. Use wisdom, lean into community, and constantly evaluate yourself. What's my bottom line? You might experience something with someone where you might ask the question, are we onto something? And consider me as a fellow driver who's just saying, yo, before you approach that, make sure you use your blinker. It's vulnerable work. It's tough work, but it's kind work. And it's the work that tells us if we're on to something. All right. That was of how to define the relationship. Babe, you're with me right now. Caroline, do you think I should be giving people advice about uh, how to define their relationship? I mean, it's all right, but I'm just saying I give better advice. So y'all can at me on Instagram. Okay, that's hurtful. And uh, once they're done with uh, adding you at their Instagram, uh, where can they go to find more uh, Onto Something content? Well, you should visit OntoSomething.com. That's Onto Something No G, because we the real G's around here. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm going to take this microphone back now. Uh, here's the thing. She's got an episode coming up, and she's getting a really big head on things. But anyways, that's going to be it for us today. At her, go to the website. Anyways, looking forward to being with y'all next week. Bye. Bye, friends.